Holler. You found Holler Weekly. I have to tell you the best news. What? Guess where I'm going this weekend, Balin? Dollywood. I'm going to Dollywood. I'm so excited. <gasps> they are doing a press event and they've invited yeah. me. I'm furious that I'm not going. A transatlantic discussion of country music. I will get you a Dolly shirt. A legitimate. I'm not asking, but thank you for offering. Dollywood. It's coming to you, you know in like seven weeks or however long it <laughs> yeah. takes to get there. It's still London. And we both have to pay customs on it. Great. Holler. 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 The only time that I was able to go and get a cup of tea or to, to go to the bathroom was if I could find a song that was 12 minutes long. And that's how Americano was invented, basically. People so had to go to have the a Right. Yes. <laughs> Country, Americana, and roots to shout about. Anybody that's 25 and younger, if you talk to them about what they Raising listen to, yes, yes, well, I'm just barely over that age limit <laughs> at 26. My but genes are older than that. Though. Let me just say, when you ask them, what do you listen to? What genre do you listen to? They don't think in terms of genre. This is Hollow Weekly. Hey everybody, welcome to Holler Weekly, your transatlantic podcast for all things country, roots, and Americana. My name is Kelly Sutton, and I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Baylin Leonard. I am in London, England. Welcome along. Thank you for having us with you. Coming up on the show this week, uh, we are going to be discussing a very hot topic, a controversy about what is country, what is Americana, uh, often Americana particularly hard to define. So Holler contributor Joff Owen decided to investigate what Americana really is. He's going to be joining us and we're going to be discussing it further. Also this week, Holler contributor Natalie Weiner, she took a deep dive into the blossoming career of rising star Rashad and we're going to hear about that as well. I love the fact that you brought up Rashad. I was listening to his music before we jumped on here and I'm really digging it. I can't wait to talk more about that. So that's something that's new and fresh and different and I I wasn't really aware of him until we featured him on holler.country. So it was like, ah, I love the fact that we are bringing new things to even my life, things I don't know about. Well, that's the thing. I mean, even for people like us that, you know, ha let's face it, finger on the pulse because it's our job, uh, there's still so much going on that it's easy to miss stuff. Um, it's only, it's not been that long that I've been aware of Rashad um, and I've played him on the radio a few times and I really love what he's doing. Like com he clearly has a, a foundation in tradition, mm -hmm. um, but also bringing in so many different sounds and influences and being true to him, being true to himself and, and kind of his road into or journey into country music. Uh, anyway, we're going to we're going to we're going to deep dive into that. There's a lot of great stuff there. And you know what? The first time I played him on the radio, I didn't even know how to pronounce his name. It's hard. Because it needs yeah. to be pointed out. It, it, it's spelled. I mean, it's pronounced Rashad, but it's spelled R-V-S-H-V. D and I just gotten it with no pronunciation. That's a nightmare for a presenter, for a host, for a radio person. Those are nightmare scenarios when you get those and you just stare at them blankly. <laughs> yes, um, I'll tell yes. you, this is funny. It just brought up a memory that when I moved to Nashville, there's a road here, a very prominent road. I know you know it. It's called Demumbrian. Yes, and, it is. And Yes. Okay. So Timothy Demumbrian is, you know, one of the historical figures that helped set up the city of Nashville, yada, yada, yada. But when you look at the way that the name is spelled, it is spelled Demon Bruin. So me being new to Nashville in 2001, they uh, had a, an instance where our night anchor, I was a morning anchor, but our night anchor on the news was gone. And they 
plopped me into her seat. I'd been here less than a week and they were like, hey, fill in for her. So I jump in and I'm doing my thing and it pops up in the teleprompter and I say demon brewing and oh my goodness, there could not have been a bigger sign that I was new to Nashville if I had put a neon flashing sign on my forehead. And the viewer mail was just astronomical. Who's this new girl? Doesn't she know how to say this? It's not demon brewing. It's Demumbrian. So people love to pick, don't they? They? Do. they love to pick. But you know what? I have to say, a Tennessee boy here. It was literally two years ago <laughs> that I learned that it wasn't demon brewing. Are you kidding? And it was, and it was <laughs> a Brit. Uh, I was in Nashville. It was for CMA Fest or Americana Fest or you know one of the big things. With a fellow Brit, uh, who actually Yola's manager, it was Yola's manager Charlie. Oh my gosh! And we were all, we were all there, and I said something about Demon Bruin. Uh, anyway, she corrected me, and I was like, "Oh my lord, a British person has." But you know what, Brits and the way that they pronounce and spell things don't even get me started on this. You know, <laughs> Leicester Square it, it is not spelt the way that it's pronounced. Um, the Shears and the Shires just it, it's. It's a nightmare. It's anybody's and guess, it, right? It's become a thing now that, you know, when I'm in the car with, with Brits and we pass, you know, it's particularly if we're out of London and we pass a town, they'll say, how would you pronounce that? And I have to really, like, it actually hurts my brain because I now know all of the kind of, they're not even rules, just like things you have to remember, like, oh, that's pronounced that way if you're in that part of the country. But if you're in that part of the country, it's pronounced a different way. And I always, I'm, I'm getting pretty good at it. But, you know, Americans yeah. are no better. Like, hello, Arkansas. Yeah. So, or yeah, it's all Houston, Houston, Texas versus Houston yeah, Street in New York City. All of these mispronunciations. Or New Orleans, Nolens, New Orleans. How do you say all, it? How do you how do you default to that city? Uh, New Orleans. Okay. And you know, I have to say, I was working at the BBC during the that horrible. Katrina. Thank you. There's been so many. Um, and our news, of course, was, you know, talking about it. And I had to go up to the, the newsreader on the radio and say, I'm really not trying to tell you how to do your job. But it's not. But <laughs> it's however, I'm getting ready to. It's not pronounced New Orleans. Like there's a lot of different ways you can pronounce it. But New but Orleans is not, is not one of them. <laughs> she didn't take Nolans. Yeah, I should have told her just say Nolans and it'll be fine. Holler. Holler. Holler weekly. Who's hollered at us? What's what's in the mailbag? Our holler this week came from Instagram. So this is from Shu Jujitsu, which you know what? Big ups to you for coming up with a clever IG name. Shu Jujitsu said, I'm 15 minutes in and still not a single mention of carrots, parsnips, or potatoes. What kind of roots podcast is this? <laughs> That's a dad joke. I like it. That though. is a dad joke. Uh, but thank you. I mean, we'll take we'll take your dad jokes for sure. Hey, Ro uh, producer Ross has just said, what about Birmingham? Because here, Birmingham. Oh, there, true, Birmingham. true, true. Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. We've opened up such a such a can of worms. This is going to go on. Hey, can I tell you something that's been so exciting that has, has happened in the UK in the past uh, kind of week or so? Pubs yes. are open. Outside <gasps> only. Pubs are open. I've been to a pub three times since it opened <laughs> um, because there's one three doors away from me. Haircuts back. You'll notice I've had a professional haircut this week. You look clean, brother. You look good. Uh, so, yeah, exciting times in the UK. Drinking oh and haircuts, gosh. back, back, back. Well, you'll be happy to know that businesses 
just strumming along as usual on Broadway in downtown Nashville. <laughs> no change. It is like shoulder to shoulder. I really am. Um, I'm, I'm quite surprised at how little care there is in any of the people on Broadway. And just so you know, if you're coming to Nashville, you know, we've we've now added uh, rolling entertainment. Uh, we do have those pedal taverns, which you can sit on this mechanical, it looks like a bicycle, many different pairs of pedals. You know, you pedal along and it's a tavern and you drink your beer. Well, that has... Yeah, you can work out and drink at the same time. No, but why? Nobody wants to do that. Trust me. I don't. It's, it's I don't not a fun time. It. I've seen it. I've been on one. They're not fun. I've so, seen it too, and I don't want to again. Let me just tell you, but that Pedal Taverns is so 2019, Balin, because now oh, no. I'm so appalled and intrigued oh. at the same time. We now have tractor pulls that are happening down Broadway. So think of a John Deere tractor pulling a huge wagon full of drunk bachelorettes. Is there hay? Because that's... Well, I, I didn't no, get that close. I, I really didn't get yeah. that close. We now have a converted limousine that has a hot tub in the back. Oh, that's so just... So people mean, are just... Is that called the Petri dish? <laughs> no, but it should be. <laughs> I have a hard and fast rule against hot tubs because truly all a hot tub is is sitting in someone else's skin soup. Yeah. I cannot... No, it, don't, hard it doesn't pass. matter how much chlorine's in there. Or if it's rolling down Broadway, I'm not doing it. But there are all of these vehicles now. I mean, going downtown, it's just like, it is a spectacle. Doesn't it slosh? It must slosh out. Look, again, n- did not get that. A rolling hot tub did is Did not get slosh. close enough to inspect it. But th- that is now an option. Mm. So plan accordingly for your next trip when you come to Nashville. But then where do you, like, you got to get out of yeah. that at some point. And then what, you're just going to be, like, on Naked. Broadway by a honky-tonk, dripping wet in your bikini with somebody else's skin sticking to you. It doesn't sound like... That is somebody's I, idea I, I, I of a good time, brother. That is somebody's idea of a I good time. I don't want a ticket for this. Let me just say, somebody paid money for that. So, cheers to free enterprise. Listen, I'm all for, you know, I'm all for independent businesses and I'm all for people like, coming up with new ideas to make money and entertain. So, you know, thumbs up to the entertainment, uh, independent businesses. Absolutely. But I just don't know about a rolling, a rolling hot tub. It makes me want to moisturize now. You're listening to Hollow Weekly, country, Americana and roots to shout about. A lot of new music on the way. Interscope and UMG are joining forces. We are getting new Casey Musgraves music. Yeah, we are. I am so happy. I've been waiting. I mean, I know you have too. We're like, we're come on now. Everybody else has been rolling out these triple albums, double albums. Casey, give us something. Do you know what? And and she's not she's not released a Duff album yet. Like, there's nothing that she's released that I that I still don't listen to. Like, I still listen to all of right. it. You know, right back to, so to you know, Merry Go Round and same trailer, different park, and then everything since then. I'm still all about it. I'm really interested to see what the sound is going to be because there's such a huge evolution in her sound with her last album, right. and of course that's the one that took her like global, international, outside of country music as well um and i think you know from what i read about this new album with with it being kind of joining forces with interscope that's all about them kind of reaching international audiences but a a lot of people and listen she's doing just 
fine internationally, but this is going to take her, I think the point of this is to take her even bigger, right? International. But a lot of people were saying, oh, does this mean that it's going to be a non, is this going to be a pop album? Is this going to be a dance album? And then you read what she says about it. And uh, it, it, it doesn't sound like that's the case. It's going to have those elements in it, certainly. But she says it's still going to have cosmic country. You know, yes, it is going to, there, there is going to be some dancing there. But um I'm just excited to hear what it's going to sound like. Is it going to sound totally different? I don't think so, because it's the same team that did her last album. Right. And, you know, honestly, Cosmic Country, boy, she is like, she's the queen of Cosmic Country. That's exactly what she is. That is the perfect, like, little box. If you're going to put her in a box, which you really shouldn't. But that would be the one that I think the label that sticks to her. I also have to say one of my top 10 favorite moments at a concert ever was Casey Musgraves, Bridgestone Arena. She's at the very end and she brought out Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. I was just like this. My night is made. Life is good. You are wonderful. And I love you so much. Thank you, Casey, for giving us that gift. So are we going to see more collaborations like that? Who knows? But it's coming soon and we're fired up. Also going to get some new music from our girl, Yola. You've got the inside scoop yes. on this, don't you? Maybe well, a this bit? is super exciting. Yeah, I, I was just listening to the the new song and watching the video as well, and it's so exciting. I was wondering if before this came out, I was wondering, you know, through for various reasons, how far it was going to sit outside of what Yola has kind of become famous for, um, this kind of country soul fitting into Americana. What is Americana? We're going to find out later with Joff <laughs> Owen. Uh, Will we? But. <laughs> we're going to get to the bottom of it. But um, obviously, Yola is such a kind of singular talent and, and can do anything and, and, and just has such control of her voice and how she uses it and is influenced by and influences so many different kind of segments of music. I thought, well, she can do anything she wants. And of course, you know, we've talked before, she's been in Australia filming um, this Baz Luhrmann thing, the Elvis biopic, uh, playing Sister Rosetta Tharp. And I was like, well, What's it going to be? Um, and when I was listening to it, it is a new sound, but it's still totally Yola. And it still, I think, will keep all those people really happy that discovered Yola with her last album. Did you listen to it? Have I heard did. It? And, you know, um, I found Yola when she came through Nashville. It was so interesting because people knew of her, but they weren't familiar with her enough. And so, like, she played a rather small venue when she first came to town. And I was lucky enough, we scored her, we got her on the television show that I was hosting at the time. And we listened to her beforehand and we were like, oh my God, she's amazing. But seeing her live, she's another one of those mm -hmm. people that like listening to her is astounding. Seeing her live is otherworldly. And I say that, you know, with as much gravitas as I can. She is incredible live and watching her I just fell in love with her and then you know catching up with her at the Americana Awards that's interesting too because we're going to talk about you know what is Americana well Yola what is Americana? Yola is in that category Yola is there for the awards every year when we're doing red carpet you know and so will this particular album that she's going to release do you feel like it's still going to be classified as Americana at least here in the states I've only heard the ones I've only heard the okay. one song but when I heard that when I heard that song I thought yeah this okay. is it is something else but it is also it it still had enough of the americana-ness in it mm. that i thought yeah and i think that you know 
Because keep in mind, like, in the UK, we've known Yola for yeah. ages. And I've been friends with Yola since she very first started on this particular journey. She's had a long career in the UK doing other things. She was in a band before this called Phantom Limb. She sang with Massive Attack. Like, she's, you know, and, and she's from Bristol in the UK. And that's got a whole music scene happening up there. Um, and since she started in country, which is probably, or Americana, whatever it is, um, I don't know, maybe five years ago, six years ago, or something like that. Um, we've done loads and loads of things together, and she's she's a, a good friend. So it's been so exciting to see her go from kind of that, this pivot of direction that she took for her own career, and um, to see her um, enormous success yeah. uh, kind of right across it from, you know, Grammy Award nominations to Vogue and Baz Luhrmann and everything in between. So I'm just really excited that um, she's got new music out. I can't wait for the whole you know album. What? And she looks, and I know it's not about how people look, but she looks amazing of course, of course. in the, the new pictures and in the album art and all of that sort of stuff. So bring it on Yola. You know what's, bring it on it's Casey. It's so funny. I'm like, Both wait a minute, you. Casey and Yola, they toured together. Like that's, that they was did. another time that I saw her was when they were touring together. So I love the fact that they're both putting out new music. Maybe we'll get a reunion. That would be so much fun. I love it. Okay. Oh my God, it'd be great if they, I mean, that. what's great, you know, it's interesting those two artists because they both are so successful in their chosen, or in the genres like we're talking about, like country and Americana, but they're also so massively successful outside right. of that as well. So it makes sense that they would be attracted to mm. each other from an artistic standpoint. So good. All right. Speaking of Yola, we want everybody to know the name of the song, Diamond Studded Shoes. That's the song. The album is Stand For Myself. And you know what? It's going to be a part of the best new country playlist that we've got for you on Spotify. Make sure that you go to holler.country. You can find out more about it there, get you a link, and you will find out about the best new country every Friday when we put that playlist up. Bring Who it are you excited about hearing the most? If you have somebody that's dropping new music and we don't know about it, tell us. Howdy at holler.country. At holler country is how you find us on social media. We always love to hear about new music and we want to know who you're excited to hear from. Yeah, holler at us. Holler. Holler. Holler Weekly. I love that we keep talking about Americana, but we still don't have any idea what that genre is is <laughs> there's no definition but we have somebody that's going to give us the answer i am sure he's going to boil all of it down for us joff owen is our contributor he's joining us now with the most important question i think that we're going to answer all day long <laughs> what is americana hey joff hey joff hey how are you uh, we should say, you, though... You expect an answer Yeah, we, we should say, though, Joff, we're not going to lay <laughs> all this at your feet because there is actually a definition okay. of Americana, Kelly. And, and, and it has been worked on hard <laughs> by many people. To, and I think it's in the dictionary now, actually. Um, and if we still had... If I, if I had it here, I'd read it to you. Maybe Ross or Keurig, official definition, please, of, uh, of Americana in the dictionary... But it still doesn't help because it's still a conversation that we have to have all the time. Joff, it's like a feeling, right? It's a vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a, it's a, a, the, what the conversation or the just the Americana feeling. <laughs> all is of it this. I mean, it's a conversation I have all the time. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And I mean, it is. So I investigated for a couple of months for you guys, um, and I must admit, I didn't get anywhere. <laughs> sort of towards a definitive answer but i kind of got some some vague <laughs> i got a vague vibe and a vague feeling i could tell you what is and what isn't but not why or how kira i think has the official definition did you get it kira yes yeah, so it says all forms of traditional music indigenous to america and their modern variants oh 
There's That's one not that the one I've got. No. Yeah. What's the one you have? I've got one that incorporates elements of American roots music styles, but they live in a world apart from the genres upon which they draw. That's like the key. So they they're not folk country bluegrass, but they. They they take elements from they're them. adjacent yeah and, and they're does, adjacent and then adjacent I, to, yeah. I read one that was kind of a combination of both of those definitions but included usually played on stringed instruments and I was like good uh. lord and butter as my grandmother would say like this is so complicated and even with all of these definitions we still don't know but I actually think and you know I'm Joff, you're very, very much on the Americana scene in the UK. I sit on the board of the Americana Music Association in the UK. I still can't quite tell you. I know Jed Hilly um, from the Americana Music Association in Nashville. He has a, a definition that's something like um, when you it's music that when you can taste the dirt between your ears. And that confuses me even further because. <laughs> but, yeah. that, but let's be real. Isn't that the most Americana definition you could have ever <laughs> of heard? Americana? Truly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, th by the way, um, if you head over to holler.country, this article by Joff is there. And it is a wonderful read because I love your approach to this, Joff, because actually, as we've just discovered, official definitions do not help us. So you have uh, said about it by things like uh, hat size. Uh, song yeah, just, link yeah. uh, right right and, and so to take us through some of your i mean this is let, let's face it this is the most scientific we've ever been on holler weekly so take us there truly dr joff it has it is a bit like i was thinking that it's a bit like um if, if like sort of a load of doctors got together at a, a medical conference and they were all going around saying what's medicine it's kind of like that we're all like we're all involved in this but none of us know exactly what it is so i just started, started looking at artists and um to see if i could find any common threads threads and, and um hats was definitely the first one much smaller much <laughs> smaller hats um there's no crease and the brims don't curve <laughs> so you got that if you see somebody with a hat immediately you need to see does it have the crease yeah does it have a curve the crease and the curve is very key <laughs> although you know i'm looking at i'm i'm looking at charlie crockett that you mentioned what? in the article i'm looking at um yeah. You know, there, uh, Jamie Wyatt. She's partial to quite a big hat. This is the problem sometimes. So I yeah. don't know if that's the definitive answer. To be honest, it's not with a you. hard and fast rule. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a group. Immediately, as soon as I, I found that rule, I was like, "We're done here. I'll hand this in, collect the check, and I'm done. This is the easiest." <laughs> but no. But then I realised there was Charlie Crockett, Margot Price, Jamie Wyatt, you know, Loretta Lynn. All of them had won Americana awards. So, so then I thought maybe. I remember Sturgill Simpson said that um, it's like an Americana song says in five minutes what it takes country music three minutes to say. <laughs> and I thought maybe that was the thing. So I went actually quite scientific on it and started comparing country music playlists with um, Americana playlists. And there's a genuine difference. So, like, you know, the average length is like three minutes, 10 seconds for a country playlist. And Americana... All like a third of them are over four minutes. Mm -hmm. None on the, on like on hot country. Not one song on over four minutes. Radio, you um, got to have that radio edit, and it has to be three. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Balin doesn't care. He'll play anything on his show. <laughs> oh, listen, I've played. I've played America. Yeah, I don't care. I will play, I've played like eight minute songs. I think I played yeah. an Israel Nash song on the radio once. It was like a. 10 minutes or 11 minutes <laughs> but you know that's that comes well a because you listen you, you as an artist made that song 
I, as a radio guy, I have the, you know, I can play that, mm. so I will. But it also comes from when I first started out in radio and you would do overnight shows because that's where you, uh -huh. you're on the graveyard shift. And I would do them live. And the only time that I was able to go and get a cup of tea or to, to go to the bathroom was if I could find a song that was 12 minutes long. And that's how Americana was invented, basically. People so had to go to have the a bathroom break. Yes. Yeah. That's how the whole thing came yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. You should incorporate that. <laughs> so after Hats, I did Hats and then Song Length. But again, it wasn't completely definitive. So then I started looking at fonts. As you know, I'd already done quite a lot of oh, work, yeah, you love a work font. with fonts. So I thought maybe it was fonts. And there definitely was sort of an Americana font and the sort of graininess and an old type. And it's, it's just that sort of idea of like a sort of mythic idea of rural America. That seems to go. It's a thread that goes all the way through. Um, they love a road. Americana oh, yeah. loves a road. But not, a, no. not one with trucks no. on it, like in country. They're like road. an empty road. Nothing on it for miles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It can't be like they're not talking about a highway. Rivers again. I love a river. Any sort of um, um, these all things. Eyes being closed. That was the thing. I looked, watched a lot of performances, and I noticed that country singers always keep their eyes open, whereas Americana artists close them a lot more. I didn't put it in the article mm, because I got emoting. So that's actually some fresh evidence there. This is bonus <laughs> material. Yeah, wow. This See, this is why you listen to Hollow Weekly. Yeah. Now, I would also like to say there is a country artist that always performs with his eyes closed. Bless it. Dirk Spentley. Dirk Spentley is one of the ones. But, but he does bluegrass and Americana. So yeah. well. again, this could that's hold. Your theory point. could hold, Joff. Yeah. Yeah, because he's essentially an Americana artist at heart. You know, I have to say, um, Joff, this is making more sense to me than any other discussion <laughs> that I've had to have about what is Americana, because it is genuinely a very difficult thing to uh, kind of pin down so that, gen I mean, look, we're all in the industry and we kind of know it when we hear it, but we can't really define it. But outside of it, people do really struggle with yeah. what is Americana. And then, of course, there are some people that think that, you know, they haven't even discovered that Americana is a type of music. They still think it's a type of like um, house decoration. Yeah. Which is easier. I can do the house decoration much easier. I can break that down much easier. Um, yeah, oh, arts yeah. and crafts yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so where did you get to, Joff? So what did you decide? Well, I handed in the piece, but I wouldn't say I, I really got anywhere. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, okay. it's been finished. You, I mean, I've done it three times you, now, I think. You brought it to a close, yeah, but you but, are yeah. no further along than when you started. I just said, I, I can't do this anymore <laughs> <laughs> to move on with my life. Um, I, I think it's, I think maybe it's just a thing we're always going to do. Like all the Americana conferences. I can't wait to get back together with everyone and just be talking about this one thing all the time you know it's so i would like to submit that i think in hearing all of this joff you need to create an americana bingo card which has different squares for each one of these criteria and then if somebody gets each one of them when they're at americana fest or if they're you know seeing it if they're at a concert they can check all the boxes and then ding 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 this entry this is americana this is true americana according to my bingo card i mean we kind of do that anyway, secretly, but I wouldn't say not all of not all of the boxes uh, um. get checked. Well, as a, as a fan or as an attendee, you, you're playing Americana bingo while people are up there emoting with their eyes closed. Yeah, all the time. It's all, but it's just <laughs> okay. a sort of. It's usually on, you know, WhatsApp. 
It's, there's no actual cards, but we should start doing have cards on the tables. I think it's a great idea. I feel like we can incorporate that absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, Joff, a joy to talk to you. Um, I don't feel like we're any further along whatsoever <laughs> Never. with this hot topic, but I absolutely <laughs> loved reading your piece. Um, we are going to put links to Joff Owen's What is Americana article on holler.country. It's on the website already. You can find it there, but if you go to our show page, we'll have an easy link to it. And also, you mentioned fonts, Joff. You did a a bang up article yeah. about country fonts, which is also definitely worth a read. We'll put a link to that on our show page, or you can find that on holler.country as well. Um, hopefully by the next time I see, you. oh, can I just say that you make, we were talking about merch earlier, cause Kelly's wearing an um, unofficial Dolly Parton merch shirt. And you, <laughs> in your other guys, Joff, um, Legends of Country, your country band, yeah. put out some of the best merch. Well, actually my favorite piece of merch, <laughs> that I own, which is the badge. The Horny for Country The badge. badge that says Horny for Country. Yeah, absolutely. I've sold more badges than records, way more. Um, <laughs> I'm actually huge in the badge world. Okay, I'm just gonna say when you come up, first of all, is your band Americana? Have you put yourself to the criteria? Yeah. Wait, they're, I think but you must be. You're called Legends of Country. Yeah, but because we're, I mean, we're, I don't know how good we are at being a country band. Do you wear hats? You're great at merch. And I don't sing. I don't sing great much. I don't sing in an, an American accent. I think we're probably the purest form of Americana. But I definitely wouldn't call myself. So you're not going to change yeah. your name to Legends of Americana? No, no. Because when, when the songs get longer, <laughs> the songs get longer, and the hats lose their curve. <laughs> exactly. The hats lose their curve. Well, when you do merch and you come up with that's the song. Holler, <laughs> it is, and I get a third because I was here for it. If, <laughs> if you do merch and you come up with Holler Bingo Americana or Holler Americana Bingo shirts. And then you could go behind people and check them off that I obviously want one of those. So you'll have to send it to me. This is getting so convoluted It's now. great. I love it's it. It's merch. It's a bingo card. <laughs> it's all the things. It's growing. It's an industry. It's just like Americana. <laughs> it's all the things. Joff, a pleasure and a joy to see you. You too. See you again. I look forward to um, it being in a pub yeah, next time. Yeah, that'll be nice. It'll be nice. Thank you, Joff. Ernie's arrived. Holla. Weekly, all the best stories from the world of country, Americana and roots. So this week, Holler contributor Natalie Weiner took a deep dive into the what is looking like going to be a massive career uh, for Rashad. Uh, and she was speaking to him. He's from Georgia, by the mm -hmm. way. Did you know that, Kelly? Uh, we're just we're just learning about him right now, right? Atlanta. He's got his own unique approach to country songwriting. They they talk about how he found his place uh, originally in the Atlanta kind of trap and R&B community and how he's been able to unite his broad range of influences in his artwork. Really fascinating stuff. Here's what he had to say. Like country is, is what I know. It's all I know. I feel more comfortable doing country because that's it's how I grew up. Like I was trying to do pop and do rap and do R&B, but that wasn't me. I guess it's because I didn't see many people like me doing it. Like instead yeah. of trying to be like do R&B and talk about all this stuff I don't do and talk about rap and all this stuff I don't do, it's like with country, it's like it was just so much easier for me to write about because I knew that more. I knew that more than what I thought I did. So I think it's really interesting. There's a lot to dig into here, I think. Um, the, the influences in country music, the way country music influences other um other genres and and especially his quote where he said i just want to know why country music can incorporate other genres but other genres can't incorporate 
country music. And this has been a discussion that's really came to the, I mean, I suppose when this really burst out into the consciousness and everybody started talking about this, it was Lil Nas X in Old Town Road. And, um, and he's a Georgia boy as well. Lil Nas X. But you know what's interesting, too? I, I mean, I, I'll think of this in another way. Um, I think that there was a lot of rumblings about that when we had Sam Hunt come out onto the scene as well, because Sam was really incorporating some of that R&B flavor and some of the rap Absolutely. flavor. And and a, a lot of and people at singing. the time when he came out and speak singing, a lot of people at the time were like, what is this? This is not country. So I wonder... Do you think, you know, because we've had already Sam Hunt, we've had Little Nas X, we've had such a huge success with those two things. Do you think it's going to be easier for Rashad or is he still facing the same kind of barriers that they both did when they were trying to knock on the door of country music? Well, that's what we'll wait and see. Right. And um, I don't know uh, if I'm the right person to uh, make a call on this or not, but I think that it's interesting the way that Sam Hunt was perceived in what he was doing right. versus the way that yep. Lil Nas X or Rashad and kind of how they fit into country music. And, and that's certainly a discussion that needs to be had. Um, right. But country music has always evolved is the thing, right? And it's and people right. who have made country music, for the most part, have always been influenced not just by country music, but by other things. Look, I grew up in the middle of the Bible Belt in the middle of the mountains, literally in a holler. And um, of course, I wasn't just listening to country music. I was also listening to pop and to dance music and to you know hip hop and R&B and all of those things as well. So people don't grow up in a vacuum necessarily when it comes to the type of music that they listen to. So they shouldn't have to make right. their music in a vacuum. And country has always evolved. That's part of it now. If you, you know, anybody that is... Um I would say, I'm throwing out an age, but let's say anybody that's 25 and younger, if you talk to them about what they Raising listen to, yes, yes, well, I'm just barely over that age limit <laughs> at 26. My but genes are older than that. But yeah. Let me just say, when you ask them, what do you listen to? What genre do you listen to? They don't think in terms of genre. They really do not. They no. think in terms of playlist, like what's on my playlist and what am I listening to right yeah. now? On their playlist, they might have Breland, Rashad, Sam Hunt, Yola, and then they're going to reach out and pull in, um, you know, Bruno Mars, which is one of my personal favorites. You've got some Justin Timberlake in there. Hey, let's throw in old school Alabama. Like, it's not necessarily all in one genre. It's not necessarily all in one even decade or, or time frame anymore. So I think that in that regard, there is a lot of movement that's being made simply because those kids just don't, they don't think about it like that. They don't think about a specific genre. They just like music. And if it's good music, they listen to it. Also, and you know what? If you're a country fan and you want country music to continue to thrive and to grow, then you you have to embrace change within country music. And you have sure. to embrace other uh, influences and sounds and styles and new voices in country music. If for no reason other than the fact that some people who, who might not think country for them suddenly realizes that they do have a place in country music. And I don't just mean artists, I mean ticket buyers. Mm -hmm. I mean music fans. I mean the people that are going to keep this genre going You know, for the next... 50, 100 years and, and make sure that it's still um, an important genre that that has something to say and a, not a museum piece genre that's stuck in the past or it doesn't become a caricature of itself. Like as a music, even if it's even if it's not your type 
of music and in, in terms of like you don't like and that can be anything like mm-hmm. maybe you don't like the more pop mainstream crossover country you don't like the um the r&b influences or you only like this or that it doesn't matter but as a music fan and as a country music fan you should want all of it to succeed right. because all of it succeeding means that your type of country music is also going to succeed there's there's room in country music for everybody fan artist and sound and if you want country music to continue to be um, a, a force you know and to continue to be a part of the cultural conversation then you have to be open to it evolving so um and and, and also it's just good it's just like good. you just want good music to survive right and and i actually love what rashad is doing we would love to hear from you what you think about this you can holler at us we are uh howdy at holler.country or on any of the social media you can find us there as well we are at holler country we are going to put a link to this piece on our show page on holler.country uh, just click on podcast and of course the piece itself it's up on holler.country country you can find it yourself but if it's easier go to the show page and thank you natalie weiner for that amazing piece and and i gotta say you know listening to rashad i wasn't super familiar with his music before this and then listening to it some of the stuff that i heard from rashad is more country than things that are being played on mainstream country radio right now so in my opinion i think there's plenty of room bring it on yeah he knows what's up and uh and breland who's mentioned mm-hmm. as well uh has a new song with Keith Urban. Love it's it. on the new Keith Urban song, along with Nile Rogers. So great stuff. It's called Out of the Cage. Check it out if you haven't heard it. It's good. Holla. Holler. Holla Weekly. We have so much fun when we get to talk to each other each and every week. Yeah, thank you for being here. It's so great to see so many more of you joining each and every week. Welcome along if it's your first week. Um, and thank you for being here if you've been with us all along. We'll be back with you next week. And uh, let us hear from you in the meantime. So yeah, get in touch about anything and we will holler at you later. This episode of Holler Weekly, it was presented by me, Baylin Leonard. I'm in London. And I'm Kelly Sutton in Nashville, produced by Kira Baines and Ross Jones. And edited by Joyce Reiser. Special production assistance by Ernie. I can hear both of them. They're kind of glitching, like, face. I won't look at their faces because they're the voice ahead of their mouth. I'll look at their foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's won't move. Yeah, it won't. You're exactly right. I pay good money to make sure that sucker is straight. Mine will be very animated, though. I'm so angry right now. You can't tell.